Exploit it. I'm Alexis Jowski. And I am the damaged soul of Kevin Daly. Oh, and I understand why, because we watched Emmanuel in America, 1976, Joe D'Amato. Well, I think it could be very dangerous. It's a horror of it. This is a dangerous game. Also, I say this as a, a big Joe D'Amato fan. This movie hurts to watch. It hurt. I took quite a lot of notes on this one. Yeah, I actually have quite a few too. Um, I don't know if I could read them all because a lot of this movie... I had to watch it in stages, take lots of breaks, drinking to dull the pain of this movie. It's, it is, it, it's not It's not bad from a technical... Well, we'll, we'll get into it more. Uh, because, well, I did not know that this was the hardcore version, so that's one thing. Yeah, well, it's the one we watched... Uh, when we did this before. Yeah, but I didn't know it was this much hardcore. Oh my god, it's like straight up like half a porno movie. No, yeah. Um, I was not I was not prepared. I thought we were watching the like edited cut too. Yeah, because we get Laura Gemser, the lovely, wonderful, late Laura Gemser. Um, we must have seen this whole woman's filmography. <laughs> seen a lot of it, that's for sure. Yeah, I remember one time when we were doing the, the Joe D'Amato show, you said, I've seen Laura Gemser naked more than my own wife it's probably true yeah and she's a she's emmanuel and she's a photographer and she's taken go ahead and a good one she's doing modeling photography at the beginning here yeah it's like classy nude photography she's got these women that are posing on you know naked and on a motorcycle arty nudes and it's playing this song which I have to find the song for our listeners. They have to suffer because this song, you hear this song the entire movie. It's a budget David Bowie song. It sounds like David Bowie, but not good. Yeah, I put that it was budget sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I gave it more credit then. 
because it's well, the song is just lady, lady, yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. Yeah, it's a bad song. It's a terrible song, and it's the only soundtrack is this fucking song. Anytime that something's happening, this fucking song starts playing, and I'm just like, good fucking God, kill me. <laughs> but she finishes, you know, she chit-chats with her models, very friendly, and then she leaves through the eggplant door of the studio. <laughs> I don't know why this door is shaped like an eggplant. I'm gonna go with the 70s. Yep, and some guy in a car just like, well, no, there's a dude in her car with a gun. Yep, someone just biding his time back there. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. And she's like, oh, oh, you are? Oh, huh? really? And this guy, he's like a super incel. <laughs> <laughs> um, he hates sex, you know, and he, he shows like the porno pictures that Emmanuel's taking. Like, you corrupted this poor girl. Sex is sin and damnation. You're, you're sowing evil in the world, so I must kill you. Like, it's just a nude dude. <laughs> And she's like, really? Are you a virgin? Of course I am. I am a pure soul. You are the devil. And then she just leans over and gives him a blowjob. We discussed this when we were doing Cult of Jodomato back in the day, but she does. She has sex magic. It's like, she's the subject matter of the Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Yeah. Blood sugar, blood sugar magic, sex magic. She blood doesn't even sugar. talk. She just leans over and just sucks him off. He's like, "What are you doing?" Ah, ah, and he shoots really fast. Apparently, well, he's a virgin. Yeah, presumably doesn't do a whole lot of jerking either. And yeah, so she just, you know, he runs off. Like, oh, 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 I can't do this. Emmanuel just laughs and drives away. <laughs> That's right. Her sex magic works again. And she lives with some guy that's a boyfriend, I suppose, named Bill. Another, Bill's another journalist, presumably. One of her lovers. They have, like, an open relationship. That's how I interpreted this. Yeah, they do have an open relationship. But he has to know that, given her photography stuff later in the film. Oh, yeah. I mean... And he has the coolest fucking coffee table. <laughs> It's just like a gigantic pack of Marlboro cigarettes, and it opens up, and there's like a mini wet bar in the fucking <laughs> cigarettes. He's also got this lovely um, fruit that looks like a vagina on this wall. Yeah, gigantic vagina fruit on the wall. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I put as, as one does. It's a papaya. Of course, it is. Um, Are we gonna do that movie at one point? We might, but yeah, so. Emmanuel goes to do her job, and she's meeting this guy, Joe, at a boxing club. And he's like, let's get you out of here before the men get too horny. Basically, one of the guys gets distracted and just gets straight decked. <laughs> yeah, you're going to kill these men with your sexiness, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the sex magic. It's just, she can't control it. It just kind of oozes out of her. It radiates from her. She's investigating some guy named Van Deeren, and she needs a, a fake... Some sort of cult cultist cult leader basically yeah we don't quite know at first yet we're just like you're gonna here's a fake passport that says you're a virgo yeah joe the fixer that's a that's why i called the guy the, the yeah. boxing promoter gym leader because she's in new york for this but then she goes to wherever the fuck this van deeren dude lives i think in italy somewhere yeah i have no idea presumably because well it's because shortly after that she's in venice and it's like a stone's throw away apparently yeah it doesn't sound like she flew, but anyway. Yeah, but so she's at, she goes to this Van Deren's 
encampment manor. His compound. His compound, and there's this dude Charlie that um like assigns Emmanuel and his boss her around, checks her passport, and then she just deuces him without any effort. Sex magic. Sex magic. Yes, even though she's supposed to be a virgin, <laughs> but apparently not. So she takes a walk around the compound taking pictures of horses and weapon caches and... Ah, uh, yes, horses. Yes, yes. Um, it's playing that fucking lady song. And somebody's like, women aren't allowed to be over here. All the women here are at Van Duren's disposal. And we meet the harem that are all named after Zodiac signs. Right, because this dude has some sort of weird obsession with having one woman from each Zodiac sign. Yeah, so, and apparently there was an opening for Virgo that Emmanuel snuck into. That's right. And they're all topless poolside. They're wearing just the tiniest bikini bottoms that have their sign on it. Yep. Because they, like, look at her panties and go, oh, you're Virgo. And then they all jump in the pool, strip naked, and have this long underwater lesbian scene. Because... Why? Does that sound like fun to you? Like, trying to do stuff underwater? That seems exhausting. I know. And it's the 70s hardcore, which means these women are hairy. Yeah. Um, You can barely see the penetration. I can't remember if it was live nude geeks that we, we always referred to as pubic hair as nature's sensor bar. <laughs> it, is, it is indeed. Yep. And then she's running around doing her spy shit. She's like fucking Lady James Bond here. Yeah, she's got her, like, fo- camera and her, like, bracelet. Yeah, taking all these sneaky pictures of the harem and then stops to have this underwater orgy and then just goes back to doing her, her side shit. And I put a note here of what happened to the last Virgo. <laughs> but let's see. And you know what? There's one thing I noticed, and I forgot that it was coming, but during all of this stuff here we're always hearing horses neigh yeah yeah just random like they're inside having a party and you just hear off for no reason yet oh there's a reason (laughs) because there's a party and all the women are there and van deren who's just a slimy looking man he's like oh come with me everybody you're about to see a form of sex that really interests me this girl This this dude is like a bond villain like straight up yeah, um, and, oh my god, my notes here are just fucking, just in all caps, angry <laughs> after this. Yeah, well, he has this line as he's walking all the men to the stable, men and women, all the party guests to the stable, and he's like, somebody asks about, like, all these women in your harem, they're fine with this? And he's like, oh, who cares what they think? They're happy to give themselves in exchange for the money they get, but we, we kind of learn later they're not. Yeah, not really. Anyway... They all stand outside the stable, and this woman gets naked in front of a horse and gives it a hand job, and we see all of this. And I, at this point, I asked, why did we pick this one again? Wouldn't Bangkok have been more fun? <laughs> yeah, Bangkok would have been a lot more fun, because I was like, oh my god, this is horrifying. I had forgotten about the <clears throat> interspecies erotica scene. Yeah, and it's not even, it is just full on, you see her on her knees, her hands on this giant ugly horse penis and the even whoever was subtitling this fucking gave up because there's no subtitles during this scene yeah i, I think they turned it off <laughs> yeah. diverted their eyes because there, there's dialogue i mean people are commenting on this and the girl is saying like "Ooh, prego prego which means please um but there's no subtitles for this scene 
Um, but they're, they're back in the next scene when Emmanuel's walking around and she goes to this sauna and one of the other girls is there and she's all upset because she hasn't been chosen as the, to be fucked by Van Duren for two months. The, uh, the sperm receptacle. And apparently he gives the woman that's like that day's wife, I suppose, a medallion. Yeah. And they're, they're like the queen for the day. And so she hasn't had that for two months and she's thirsty. Well, I know who has some sex magic. <laughs> yes, because Manuel's like, well, have you thought about with a woman? And she's like, no, I, I never have. And then she just caresses this girl's thigh, and she's like, oh, please, Manuel, yes, and they have sex in this sauna. <laughs> and she's just like, you're welcome. And she goes to Van Deeren, because now she has the medallion. And he's like, oh, you're pretty, I like Virgos, and... She's like, don't you want to whip me first? Show me your power? And she is just vile to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's like, you're not a real man. She just belittles him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You've never known really love. You you can buy everything, including orgasms. You're afraid of women. I, I wrote a lot of this down. Women who can speak terrify you. And all he goes is, Virgos aren't supposed to act like this. Yeah, he's a little... He's a little, uh, little wimp. But I suppose they still have sex. I, maybe. Because she's still hanging around the compound. You know, there's girls, uh, there's another big party's going on, and she, she totally James Bonds her way at this, uh, gambling table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First I'd be Don't like, are they gonna be playing poker? They're playing fucking Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a classic gambling game. It's not one you find in a casino, usually. Yeah. Yeah, you just roll these dice, and the highest poker hand of this dice wins. I mean, we play that at the bar, but... Yeah, not- I mean, it's, it's just shooting dice, basically, but fancy. Yeah, at the bar, we'll all do a, a $5 buy-in on one round, you know? They only do, like, two rounds a night, so it's not like we're sitting there wasting money. Um, And the winner gets out the whole pot, and usually buys everybody that contributed shots, so... You still get your money's worth even if you lose. Not like this where they're betting like thousands of dollars and Emmanuel <laughs> bets her freedom. Yeah. <laughs> and wins. And wins, yes. And I was like, this is fucking James Bond movie here. And we have Gabriel Tinty in this scene. Gabriel Tinty, Laura Gemser's real life husband. Yep. Um, He's a gambler there, but he's like, ah, okay, I'll let you guys have this weird sex game here. I'm taking off. He's deeply amused by the fact that she just punked this dude. Yeah. And, um, so he leaves, and Emmanuel just pops up in his back seat, like, Yo, what's up? Where are you going? <laughs> Take me to the airport, sir. And he is Duke Elvis of Mount Elba. I think it's uh, Elvice. Yeah. But I I wrote Elvice the first time he said his name, but every other note says Elvis. <laughs> um, it's a he, cool name, though. Yeah, he's one of the oldest Venetian families. It's, his family line's gone for 400 years, and so he's old money. He has old money. And he invites her to hang out in Venice with them for a while. And um, apparently, she wasn't here to, like, take down Van Deren or something. She just, like, took her pictures and sent them to the, the newspaper. They're like, yeah, lots of sexy pictures. We'll sell papers, Emmanuel. Thank you. Yeah, she it just, she was, he just, she's just like, yep, I'm gonna go just take you know, sleazy pictures, basically. And her, her boyfriend, lover, whatever, Bill, it's like, but what about my political article? Sorry, that doesn't sell. <laughs> that doesn't sell. This dude like, with his harem, that, that's going to sell papers. But she's like, not, man, like, taking him dude. out. Like, oh, yeah, you're, you're trafficking women, but the, the naked women sell papers? 
it kind of works both ways, right? Like, as soon as it cuts out that this is what's going on, he's ruined, probably. And meanwhile, papers are sold. Win-win. Everybody wins. Presumably? Except for him. him, But, you know, fuck him. But, so she hangs out in Venice. She's right in the canals. I'd love to go to Venice one day. Seems cool. It does seem cool. Um, She canals her way on up to Duke Elvis's house, and he's got his wife, Laura. And they talk about how perfect and ideal their marriage is. And then it cuts to that night, and they're fighting. We just hear this screaming match. And we, we hear... Elf is screaming like, This is ridiculous! This is grotesque! Stop this, you crazy woman! And apparently she was just fucking some fat dude. That's what was so grotesque. You know, it wasn't the fact that she was sleeping with another dude, because apparently they have a really open relationship. Yeah, they do have an open relationship. That's not the the problem. Because Emmanuel just comes in, and they start having this threesome, just out of nowhere. But they start it. Like, nobody even says, let's do this. They just start right in on her, and then the Duke and Laura are all over each other, and Man- Manuel's like, I've saved their marriage. Mission accomplished. She uses her sex magic to fix their marriage. Yep. <laughs> and so she steps outside. You know, she bails on the three-way once the husband and wife are happy again. Yep. And Bill is visiting Venice for two hours. He's got layover on the way to... London or something. I think that's what he says. From New York to London with a layover in Venice, apparently. Probably chose that flight <laughs> specifically. Yeah. So she could hang out with... Uh... And then they stop by a museum, and she's like, well, what are we going to do? You only got two hours. He's like, oh, well, there's this orchestra that's rehearsing, and it's Vivaldi's Spring. This is the only time we don't hear Lady. <laughs> that's right. So they bang to some Vivaldi. Like, right there in the hallway, against the, the half-open door. Got some uh, trademark low-angle crotch shots, along with some quick cuts. And yep. Some auto-trademarks there. Uh, no panties. Of course. And so, she goes to a party at Elvis's house now, and she discovers that he's an art forger. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, that's not sex. She can't sell that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're an art forger, whatever. Um, also, he's got to be. He's also you got to be pretty good if you know if you can make these fakes. Yeah, so she's she's impressed. She flirts with him a bit, but nothing happens till they go um back to the party. Carlos like we're going to play a game, everybody here, and he rolls out this gigantic cake. He's like, everyone's going to eat this cake, and whoever finds the golden peanut is the winner. And they're all eating this cake, and somebody's like, I found it, I found it, what do I win? He's like, you win the rest of the cake. And he hits a button, and the cake opens, and there's this naked lady in it. Covered in cake. Covered in frosting, yeah. And Carla just goes, bon appetit. And then this girl is walking around, and they're all eating cake off of her, and it turns into a gigantic hardcore orgy. We see, like, we see a (laughs) full-on blowjob there, Come shots, it's just, whoa. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> yeah, the, the cavort like the Romans of old. Yeah, and there's just cake all over everybody, and it's just fucking nightmare. Kind of funny. This, kind this of funny. Least is, at least this one's kind of funny. Yeah, except for it's playing, lady, lady. Well, Look, I didn't, I didn't write the score. And Emmanuel, she's not part of the origin. She just hangs back, taking pictures. Taking pictures. Like, I've accomplished a mission here. My my sex magic works wonders. Look at all these people that are happy. <laughs> exactly. 
it's among her most powerful scenes of sex magic. She just <laughs> induced an entire group of people to have an orgy. Yeah. And so she's back in New York uh, shooting her photography, and Bill calls her up from London, and they have phone sex. And at this point, I've noted here that she's still wearing Van Deren's medallion for like the rest of the movie. It's a nice medallion. It is. <coughs> and she's also put a camera in it. Also... How much do you think that long-distance call for the phone sex was between, like, London and New York in 1976 would have been? Probably about the same cost as phone sex <laughs> yeah. with a stranger. 1-900-Emmanuel? Yeah. So, for the most magical sexual experience. So Emmanuel heads out to this club, which I, apparently is, like, a really elite, you know, exclusive rich people sex club. And this is the part of the movie just goes off the fucking deep end. Yes, the movie is just... Like, not that, not that there was a story to begin with. No, but at least it was fun up until now. Yeah. DC scene notwithstanding. So she just walks around. Um, they pull out, all these women are sitting around, and they pull out all these men that are like servants. So I'm like, this is the reverse of Van Deren's place. Basically. Here women have all the power, and these men are just their sex slaves. And Emmanuel just walks around taking pictures of all this fucking. There's this whole, like, Tarzan roleplay going on in a grass hut. And he's like, I will eat you. I will consume you. And he licks her out and he's, she's like, now you consume me. And it's the blowjob scene. And then there's full on penetrative sex. It's like, yeah, we go on to, now we're basically in the straight hardcore portion of yeah. the movie. She watches, because reasons. She watches a MMF threesome. So it's like this yeah. two bi dudes that are on each other and the girl. We have uh so, Deep Throat came out in 1972, so I think porn was kind of in fashion at the time, because you had, like, sort of main, semi-mainstream movies that were incorporating it and stuff in this era. It was a weird time. Yeah, and she sees this weird Zorro role-playing, some dude that's, like, dressed as Zorro and whipping stuff, and this woman is so into it, and they have sex. Yeah, that that uh, that that Zorro guy definitely the most porny looking uh, looking guy in the movie with that mustache. Yeah, and then she walks past this room where there's a couple that are having kind of normal sex. I mean, they're physically normal, but playing on their 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 they've got a projector that's yeah. playing just a horribly violent, gruesome snuff film. Like, yeah. really, it's like war crime snuff. They had to torture. It's it's oh. It's heinous, and it is unfortunately pretty well shot. In the and uh, the and the, the uh, practical effects are unfortunately very good. Yeah, um, it's not like Hannibal Holocaust where they used actual war crime footage of genocide. No, no, no. Thank, thank God, that's not what happened here. But oof. Ooh, yeah, it's rough, and it's not the only time we have to be forced to watch it. No, this is actually the. Uh, this is a uh, hold your hold your butt because uh, we going fast now, boys. Yeah. Well, first the owners of the club realize that Emmanuel's been going around taking pictures, and they're they're trying to get the camera. And she sees the owner, the the woman, and um, Emmanuel's like, "Oh, well, I don't I don't have it." And she's like, "Are you a lesbian and a virgin?" And she rapes this woman, Emmanuel. Yeah. I, that, yeah. Just rapes this just, woman. Yeah. There's no other way around it. Yeah. There's she just literally rapes this woman. Because well, they have these penis candies that apparently have hallucinogenic drugs in them. Yep. It's, this place is basically a perpetual bachelorette party. And so she takes this drugged penis candy, shoves it in this woman's mouth, pins her down on the ground, you know, 
fingers her, and then leaves. And the woman's just, like, in the middle of this uncontrollable orgasm or something. Because she's just writhing on the ground going, ah, as people come in and watch her. Uh, sex magic didn't work. You had to, refer to use sex violence that time, Emmanuel. And then so she takes this cab and just randomly has sex with the cab driver. Well, it's the guy who, like, first of all, he kind of looks like Topher Grace, which bugs me. But second of all, um, <clears throat> this is, the, like, the driver that takes him up takes her up to the club and back. Yeah. And he's like, the first time he took her up, he's like, I don't know why you're here. You're young and in good shape. Basically implying that all the women who come to this club are not able to get their own action, which is pretty wrong. But anyway. So so, um, so, so she bangs him because it's Emmanuel. A, she, she gives him a pity fuck? <laughs> I mean, she kind of liked him to begin with and she got her out of a jam. So he's like, yeah, okay. All right, there you go. It's thank you, sex. It's thank you, sex. Yeah, and um, so she goes to her editor yes. at, at the newspaper, who wants her to go investigate the revenge killing of a prostitute. And she's like, "No, no, I got this other story. You know, I saw this snuff film, and it was, you know." She explains it, and he's like, "Well, I, I don't really know what to do with this. Uh, go see this ex-cop named Ronnie who lives down by the river in a van down by the no." He lives in a not, shack down by the river. Like, shack down by the river. He does not even live in a van down by the river. It's like some beat up old fishing shack and Ronnie's fucking insane. Yeah, the editor is basically like, as your editor, you know, here you go. As your friend, I don't think you should do this. And so she goes to meet Ronnie in his shack and Ronnie is just going off about like, oh, oh, you know what? This goes all the way up to Washington. And I'm like, what is this Pizzagate QAnon bullshit now? I mean, these sorts of things are always tied to corrupt and powerful people, though, aren't they? Yeah. And um, so she she finds this, like, senator or something. Yeah. You know, because she goes to Washington and there's this senator with his family. And so she seduces this senator with her sex magic. Right. And there's a... First of all, this guy is a horrible human being. He talks about, ah, p kids today are too peaceful. What we need is a good war. You know, then at least they will die doing something good. And I'm like, dulce et decorum est, poor Patria Mori? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's fitting and honorable to die for one's country. He, Emmanuel's like, I want something stronger. I need something stronger. And so he's putting on these films, and there's like, there's a gay porn in there. Yeah, because she's asking for something forbidden, so something taboo and so he shows her the gay porn and she's like huh and he's like okay well i got i got the good shit here and he puts on another snuff film and um it's it's we see a girl impaled through the vagina this is graphic even for a damato film and damato does like his gore somebody takes a meat hook to this woman and just takes her all the way from crotch to throat there's rapes it's plural it's so rough oh it is absolutely miserable and um so she tells him you know like oh I, I really like this i want to know more i want to see this for real you know she's like sometimes i dream of that happening to me and he drugs her and takes her on this plane so she goes to this like and he takes her to wherever they shoot this shit and he she watches it for real presumably somewhere south it looks like south america it so looks like the America. jungle. We always end up back in the jungle. Uh, we always end up in the jungle. Yeah, it could be, you know, Philippines or Thailand or who knows. And um, we're watching this vi violent torture. There's a woman whose breasts are just completely cut off. Oh, yeah. And this yeah. creepy fucking senator just starts molesting Emmanuel all through this while they're watching it together. And she's using the medallion to take pictures yeah, subconsciously, because when she comes to, she doesn't remember if it was a dream or real. 
Yeah, because she thinks it's a dream. He tells her it was a dream. Like, I gave you some LSD, and you had this trip. It was an intense trip that lasted a couple days, but it was just a drug trip. You didn't actually see all this. So she's all bummed out, and she goes to the newspaper, and they're like, man, these photos you sent us! And she's yeah, like, they're oh, heinous. <laughs> they're heinous. We're not going to publish this. Yeah, we're told we can't publish this, which sounds to me like somebody up top, somebody with a lot of powers, like, nope, we're covering this up. And so she gets all pissed off and quits her job. And that's that's the end of that. She's not going to carry on this, like, uh, expose the snuff film politicians. She's just like, well, I'm out. Whatever. Fuck you. Like, no exposing to evil here. Well, she's just done. Her and Bill take a trip to some fucking island. Yep. <laughs> And they're kidnapped by some fucking cannibal natives. <laughs> I guess they're cannibals. And like the 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 the, the guy's like, "Oh, you're going to be my new wife. I have three hundred children." Wifey, he calls her wifey. Oh, Bill's like, "Yeah, I sold you to the chief in exchange for this coconut liquor." <laughs> He's getting completely smashed on. And then she wakes up the next morning, and there's a fucking film crew there. And um, all this, like, cannibal tribe were just extras in some movie that was being shot. I feel like this is commentary on, on stuff that Joe D'Amato's had to personally deal with. And I was like, did they just have a sex party with a bunch of extras? Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Like, you could see these extras be like, oh man, these people think we're really natives. Let's keep up and see how far we can go. You know, and yeah, and then it just ends. Yeah, they run off into, Emmanuel and Bill run off into the forest, and that's it. Yeah. Like, oh shit, we just got played by these actors. <laughs> they tricked us into some weird orgy. Oh, this movie is fucking terrible. Um, Dark, it's very, very D'Amato. The, the, the way he combines sex and violence yeah. is totally on display here. But it's so, so violent, so rough. So, there's a few problems with this. Okay, there's several problems with this movie. One, the music is the music. Yeah. It's... Two, we're not going to discuss that any further. Two. There's a horse um, scene. There's, there, there's a, a, a bestiality scene. Three, there's way too much hardcore porn in this. Four, it's actually three movies. Yeah, and it's just a part of three movies. Because there's like no three short films that have no resolution to them. Because and lastly, good God, that snuff film is fucking brutal. Very, just like it looks so real and it's so violent, and you can't. Oh, I mean, props to the the practical effects team, the Damato's camera work, the editing. I I mean, kudos all around for the workmanship that went into that. But I rather you had not done that. Yeah, um, apparently the snuff footage in this was David Cronenberg's inspiration for Videodrome. Wow. Well. Um, here's a quote from Laura Gemser about the Emmanuel films, that they were all the same. She's like, it was just like one long, long movie that never ended. <laughs> I mean, that's about right. She didn't even know what she was doing, and she was just getting paid, and she got to travel to all these exotic locations. Could be worse. Yep. Um, she did not Got do to work that. with her husband. Yep. She did not do the hardcore scenes. No. The film was seized by an Italian court because they thought the snuff film was real. I mean, it looks pretty real. And one of the actresses in that scene was, like, so traumatized from shooting the scene that she sued the producers. Uh, she lost, but that's I mean, how rough a, they are. They, they, that's a grim scene. Yeah. 
Um, ooh, it's a rough movie. <clears throat> it's hard to recommend it, really. Like, maybe if you could find an edited version somewhere that cuts out the beastie scene and some of the most of the hardcore, and you can stum in a pretty grim story about snuff film investigation. But man, I mean, it's got great cinematography, like like Tomato does. But holy shit, God, I'd forgotten how rough this movie. Because we watched it years ago, and I. Guess I blocked out how miserable that was. So here is a review. It's the featured review on IMDb of this movie. The late smut peddler Joe D'Amato has released hundreds of disgust and sleazy epics, but the uncut version of Emmanuel America takes the cake. Horse masturbation, hardcore porn, castrations, and vile snuff images that you'll never see. Forget Solo, Caligula, Man Bites Dog, Man Behind the Sun, and Cannibal Holocaust, because this one will eat your mind. Then I, I, mean, I agree, it, 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 my mind felt a bit nibbled on. Yeah, it. Uh, <clears throat> I definitely had less of an issue watching Cannibal Holocaust than, than this. Yeah. And, and Cannibal Holocaust has got its own, like, really intense looking, like, rape and torture and death scenes, but it not, uses, not like this. It uses actual f- scenes of genocide. Yeah, and those scenes, right. Yeah, and then there's the actual murder of animals, you know, but this one is harder to watch. I mean, like I said, credit to the, the team who did did that because it's an impressive piece of filmmaking. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, I never want to see this movie again. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to pass on that until a decade later when we have to revisit it again and we'll have forgotten all, all over again what we just said. Oh, that's going to be rough. Oh, so yeah, that's Emmanuel in America. We're just going to put a pin in that and just leave it as it is. We're going to, yeah, we're going to try to wipe rinse that out of the brain, and we're going to watch something uh, light, and, light and fuzzy next week, right? Right? So next week is Ilsa. She will not the end. Oh, fuck. I'm joking. No, actually, we won't visit D'Amato again until tentatively April. Um, but it's definitely not going to be an Emmanuel movie. Yeah, let's let's avoid avoid those for a bit. Because next week is a double feature of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and House of a Thousand Corpses. See, like I said, light and fuzzy fair. Light and fun, yep. Um, and that's going to be lots of fun. At least I didn't have to get drunk to watch those ones. And uh, yeah, slightly less uh, impaling through the vagina. Yeah, so we will catch you then. Hope you enjoyed our episode on Emmanuel in America. If you enjoyed this movie, I have a... You're on a watch list, I bet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so I make, mean, oof. Oh, oh, and commercials will come back next week. Oh, good. Yes, I'm getting the commercials going again. Because uh, I'm, I'm glad we didn't try to do commercials for this one. Oh, God, what would we advertise with fucking Emmanuel in America? <laughs> <laughs> come join Senator Dick Faces. Trips to the jungle. Find God in Van Deeren's cult. Yeah, yeah. I think all of the stuff we could have been would be incredibly not <laughs> distasteful. Yeah, like if I made ads of that, the people that do them would have been like, "Nope, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not doing these reads ever again." The fuck is wrong with you? But yeah, we'll have ads back next week. So, if you like what uh, we do, uh, make sure to leave us a review on Apple. Check us out, Spotify, Apple. Our website, exploitedpodcast.com. Twitter, at Podcast Exploit. Or on Instagram, at Exploited Podcast. So join us next time for Texas Chainsaw and House of a Thousand Corpses. Got a dream to